Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast tonight. I'm going to take a little bit of a turn. This podcast is going to be primarily focusing on women preppers. Now, men, stick with me. Don't you go anywhere. I want you to stay right where you are. This is an adult conversation about ladies and prepping. Women have certain very distinct and very important differences when we have to prep on things than say men. You know, traditionally, a lot of prepper forums and prepper books and prepper social media pages have been written by men and they sort of address men usually. A lot of times women may get a random uh, topic of you know, how to stockpile tampons, and that's about the extent of it in so many cases. But I've been doing a little bit of digging, a little bit of research, and there is a particular site that I do like to read and study, and it's called Primal Survivor. You can find them at www.primalsurvivor.net, and they have some great articles. There's a young lady over there named Diane Vukovic, and she has written the 10 tips that she has come up with geared specifically for the interests of women. Now, again, men, I don't want you to tune me out. Men, I want you to stick around because a lot of you men have adult women in your life, and you're probably going to need to know some of these things, or at least after my podcast, you can at least say, okay, I've heard some of the interests and some of the things that are of concern to women, and I believe that knowledge is power. So, fellas, Stay with me if you want to, but women, this is specifically geared for you. So, what are those 10 tips that women need to have in their minds, in their mindset, to be a good, effective prepper? Probably the very first one that Diane lists, she titles it this way, Being a woman doesn't make you inherently weaker. And that's a great way to start. Yes, we've been termed as the weaker sex, the fairer sex, that we don't have the the strength and the agility and the endurance of men. But, you know, I've also been watching the Olympics, and I'm here to tell you, women can have endurance and strength and agility. Of course, Olympic athletes at that level, that's nowhere close to where I am. But we have strengths in other areas, too. A lot of times we have more emotional strength, I think, than a lot of men may have. And that can really help you in a SHTF situation. You know, if you've got a lot of stress going on, you've got some unknown things going on, some unexpected emergencies happening, fearful things happening, a lot of times women have a lot more strength to draw on than they realize. We don't have to mimic the physical muscle strength of men. We can exploit other strengths, especially when our survival is on the line. And here's what I want to equip you with, a little bit of empowerment, ladies. Do things the way you want to do them when it comes to your preps. This is what Diane calls getting your mentality straight. You don't have to do it the way, quote, the boys say you have to prep. You can do it the way is that is comfortable and sensible and reasonable for you. Because ultimately, it's you that you're prepping for and for the ones for whom you are responsible. 
Okay, number two. Yeah, I'm going to jump right in there. Like I said, this is real talk. These are real issues that real human being women have to face. And many of our female preppers are still at an age where they are having a monthly menstrual cycle. Now, it makes absolutely no sense to spend hundreds of dollars on pads and tampons and then try to find the space to store those things. I don't know if you've seen the packages they come in, but that can really add up. There is a product, a lot of women already know about it, and I'm going to admit something to you right here and now. I used this product myself back in the day. So I am quite familiar with the little silicon device called the menstrual cup. This is an insertable silicon cup, and it does exactly what you think it does. It collects what it collects. And the reason it is such a really smart purchase, and it's not very expensive for what it can do, it's a single item. It's completely sanitizable. It's reusable. The manufacturers tell us that they can last up to five years and probably beyond. So look into a menstrual cup that can be used and reused for the ladies for whom this affects. You can find them at drugstores. You can order it from Amazon. Uh, many of the OBGYN doctors also stock them in their offices. So from a cost and storage standpoint and ease of use and smartness, the menstrual cup is a great alternative to storing and stocking all those other products. Okay, there. I said it, all right? All right, number three on Diane's list, and this is very smart. A self-defense class that is designed for women. You know, not just any woman can stroll into just any old self-defense class. We have to attend a self-defense class that has us in mind. And I took an entire semester of self-defense in college. And I've got to tell you, number one, had to be the most fun class I ever attended. And that includes all the music classes that I attended, which was my major. Got to say... Self-defense, more fun. I learned so many things I never knew before. And there, I learned skills and I learned information that I still use to this day. And I will tell you that women don't have to be, you know, a 325-pound weightlifting type of Mr. Universe. We can learn to do some Krav Maga moves. If you've ever heard of Krav Maga, that is a specially designed defense program. A Krav Maga groin kick is very effective, ladies. Very, very effective. Or maybe even a very strong blow to the vagus nerve. This can put some assailants on the ground, and that's exactly where you want them to go so that you can run and get help. So a self-defense class for women, that is an excellent idea to help prep females for eventual disasters or protection or the defense of themselves or others. The next thing would be what isn't called emergency conditioning. I was really intrigued by that title, and I learned what that meant. It's a mental training technique. It kind of goes something like this. It tricks your brain into thinking you've already been through an ordeal. Here's how you do it. In very great detail, you begin to imagine some sort of natural disaster or emergency, something really, really 
big has already taken place. In your mind, you visualize that it has taken place and you've survived it and you've come through it. That has tricked your brain into thinking you've already been through it for real. And it gives you mental better responses for the times when something actually does happen. It's kind of like dress rehearsal, so to speak. You've got to start thinking about your risk assessments, your threat assessments, and the types of situations you may find yourselves in. So go ahead and imagine it. Go ahead and create that scenario and then practice the different ways that you survived it and came through. You actually find that the Navy SEALs even do a very similar type of mental training technique, and they call that emergency conditioning. Okay, the next one, number five on the list, I'm going to call this one boots in the bag. We've talked a lot about the get-home bag. It's known as the GHB. And this one is especially for the ladies that find themselves maybe in the professional setting. If you're wearing uh, high heels, maybe you're in some sort of a job that requires a certain level of dress. But these aren't the shoes that you're going to want to be walking five miles at home in or in the rain or the winter. So that is where you need to find a really good set of what we call survivor boots. And there's actually dozens and dozens of different kinds. There's steel-toed boots. There's knee-length boots. There are some that are even listed as snake-bite-proof, waterproof, mud-proof, weather-proof. There are all sorts of these kinds of boots that if you know that you've got to be traipsing through the forest for miles and miles, all through the brambles, all through the thorns, all through the burrs, you're not going to want to be wearing those stiletto heels. You're not. And you certainly don't want to do this barefoot. No, ma'am. Nuh-uh. Get you some good survival boots. Break them in. Go ahead and wear them. Get comfortable. And then keep them in your get-home bag. And it doesn't matter what you're dressed like. If you have to get home and you're wearing survivor boots, who cares? They're taking care of your feet. These are your feet. Who cares what it looks like? You're trying to survive, and that's all that matters. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cool down now. All right. I'm better. All right. Number six on our list, and this one really hit me hard because I'm kind of ashamed and embarrassed to say, the, one of the most important things we can do is to get in shape to employ fitness in our life. Fitness physically, fitness mentally, fitness emotionally, the kinds of things that help us. Because if we're in a disaster situation, obviously we're going to be facing stress, all kinds of stress. We may go for hours without a meal. We might just be drinking water. We might find that we're going to experience some hunger and some very abject hunger. Things are going to be all out of kilter. The schedule is out the window. Forget that. We may be hauling our get-home bag. We may be trekking through the woods. We may be climbing up and over walls or hills or mountains. Who knows what we're going to be facing? So getting into shape so that we can develop our strength, our muscle tone, and our endurance, that is going to make you a much more prepared prepper. I learned something today. It's called the backpacking rule. This is something that experienced hikers and campers already know, and that is this. Your bug out bag, quote unquote backpack, your bug out bag should not weigh more than 20% of your body weight, or it should be even lighter weight than that. I did a few numbers. Let's say you weigh 160 pounds. 
That means your bug out bag should weigh no more than 32 pounds. If you weigh 125 pounds, if you're a thin little petite thing, your bug out bag should weigh about 25 pounds. If you're 240 pounds, your bug out bag should weigh no more than 48 pounds. But I want you to think about that. Do you want to be running with a 48 pound bag? You may have to really get sacrificial here and figure out what can stay and what can go because you're going to be hauling that bag for who knows how long. So give that some thought about the backpacking rule of 20%. That's very important information. All right, number eight on our list. This is going to be hard for some of you to hear and really accept this, but I'm telling you, this is very smart. You need to learn, ladies, how to be alone. Yeah, I said it. You need to learn how to be alone. You need to learn how to do things alone. You might even need to practice by booking a weekend getaway just for yourself. Not your best friend, not your mama, not your sister, not your husband, and not your kids. You and you alone should go off and be somewhere alone. You need to know how that feels. You need to know how your mind works. And hey, we're not even talking about an SHTF here. We're talking about a pleasant weekend. But you need to start developing some skills of reliance upon yourself. Knowing that you can make it. You you don't want to be so person-based that you feel that you can't make it without another human being there. Ladies, you may be in a situation where You may be the only human being in the forest for miles. It could happen. Not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. Okay? Learn how to be alone. I lived alone for several years. There's more pleasant things in the world than being alone, but I'll tell you what. I actually found the positive aspects of my aloneness. I called it solitude. You know what? I uh, finished some books I started reading. I learned what I could and couldn't do. I learned the limits of my mentality. I learned a lot about myself by being alone. Ladies, learn how to be alone. That is an excellent prepper skill. really want you to give some thought to that. Again, run some scenarios in your mind and practice that. Be on your own. Make decisions on your own. Try to understand that this is very important. You can't always rely on somebody else because somebody else may not be there. Okay? Number nine, embrace your feminine side. I'm going to tell you a little story. During the four-year Bosnian War, there were women in Sarajevo who were under siege. Now, when Sarajevo went under siege during this four-year Bosnian War, the enemies came in and they cut off the water and only allowed them to have fresh water once in a while. They cut the power once in a while. So most of the time, people had to make do without fresh running water and electricity all the time, something they'd been used to. Sound familiar? It's something I'm used to, but There were times when a little extra water would be turned on. There were times when the power would be cut back on. You know what these ladies did in Sarajevo? They opened up their beauty salons, and they went and they had their hair done in the middle of a war with nothing else. Why? 
because they wanted to do something that would make them feel happy, something that would make them feel like a lady, something that would give them good, happy feelings, nice memories. And it made a difference. They found some survival skills by embracing their feminine side. Nothing at all wrong with that. In fact, I think that's very good advice. You know, put something in your get-home bag that makes you feel good about yourself. Maybe you've got a favorite hairbrush or a face cream. Whatever it is that makes you feel like a happy lady, carry that with you and use it. You have a right to do that, and you should. It'll make a big difference in your mentality. Number 10, and this is very important, meet other female preppers. I want you to know that some of the most exciting conversations and friendships I have ever experienced have come from meeting female preppers. Female preppers have a lot to share. They've got skills they may not even be aware of. There's ways they can contribute and share and develop an excellent emergency plan, prepper plan, cooking skills, baking skills. And women don't just do the domestic stuff. Women can also be auto mechanics. They can build houses. They can work electricity and plumbing. Let me tell you, ladies are very, very capable. And female preppers are some of the most interesting people and exciting people to ever get to know. So find some female preppers, ladies, that you can become friends with. Develop some bonds, make some connections, share information. It will only serve to enhance and benefit your prepper journey. And after all, that's exactly what we want you to be on, a successful prepper journey, ladies. Men, thank you for hanging with me. You're brave and you're strong and we appreciate you. I give you a lot, a lot of respect, men, for sticking with me through this podcast. Because prepping for women, very, very important. Coming up in the next few weeks, I'm going to develop a podcast prepping for the new mom or the mom with small children. Hey, we need to know these things. Listen, thanks for sticking with me on the podcast. Ladies, remember all of those 10 tips to make you a better female prepper. We're going to list those 10 tips in the show notes. Thank you for sticking with me. Hey, listen, stuff happens. You got to stay prepared. And I'll see you next time. If you find value in our podcast, would you consider supporting us by buying us a cup of coffee? You can do that by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Your support helps us keep the podcast up and running, as well as growing. We have a few things in the planning stages, and your support will really help make those things happen. And we thank you so kindly. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.